0: Hi, this is Ann Cabrera with our first autumn episode of Speeding Past 80. This week's episode is called Late Bloomers. It's about what I think it takes to grow tomatoes and kids. Here in northern Ohio, summer's over. Gardeners are pulling up plants getting ready to settle in for autumn and winter. I have friends who are wonderful gardeners. They relate to plants. Their yards are beautiful. Donna, my friend, you will know I'm talking about you. Then there are the rest of us. I did not inherit my mother's green thumb. Her green thumb skipped me and landed on our older daughter, Katie. However, I do like to read about seeds and gardening. I love looking through seed catalogs after the first of the year. I do have two successful house plants that I've managed not to kill. One is a huge aloe sitting on a stand in the living room window. The other is an African violet that has now become two violets. We also have a tomato plant outside by the front porch. I bought it at a garden center last spring. This plant was already two feet high and had blooms on it, so how could anything go wrong? I had high hopes for that plant until deer from a nearby nature preserve discovered it. Out of the 30 green tomatoes this plant produced, we've eaten exactly two tomatoes, those ripened before the deer found it. I've been watering it anyway. It's okay. Deer have to eat, too. Our tomato plant reminds me of another year we tried to grow tomatoes. One spring, our younger daughter, Laura, dug up a corner of the yard and made a tomato bed for us. I appreciated her thoughtfulness, and so we bought three tomato plants. We were more optimistic back in those days. The largest plant was two feet tall and already had one medium-sized little green tomato on it. There really is nothing like a little insurance for those of us without green thumbs. The second plant that year had no tomatoes, but it did have lots of promising blossoms. Then, almost as an afterthought, I bought one sturdy 4-inch plant with no tomatoes or blossoms. I just wanted to tell everybody I actually did grow one plant. Soon the green tomato on the largest plant turned red and we ate it, but you know it wasn't very tasty. Then, after producing one measly tomato, this plant withered. I still don't know much about growing tomatoes, but I have noticed over the years that children who are forced to produce too much too soon often seem to dry up and wither when they get older. The second plant, with all the blossoms, ran a mediocre course. By August, a few tomatoes hung from its skinny branches. Those tomatoes weren't all that tasty either. Here's the funny thing about that third plant. It grew slowly, first sinking deep roots. You know, before long it outstripped the second plant. That third plant produced plenty of tasty tomatoes well into autumn. That same year our neighbors also had tomatoes in their yard, but theirs were these giant bushy plants with fruit billowing all over the place was embarrassing. They said the tomatoes they had tried the year before did not do well at all, so they had their soil analyzed. Who knew? Well, after they knew what was lacking in the soil, they were better prepared to supply exactly what the plants needed. That's the trouble with both plants and children. Not only do they have to be watered and weeded, we also have to figure out what they're absorbing in their roots. Do we need to cultivate them a little more? Try other kinds of fertilizer or just stand by like a sturdy steak so they can grab a little support when they need it. You know, I wish both plants and children came with more specific directions. It's hard not to compare our tomatoes or our children with our neighbors. You know, those neighbors who have children running marathons by age four. Winning all the kindergarten achievement awards and speaking four different languages by grade two. Here's the deeper truth about tomatoes and children. Sometimes the ones who take the longest to bear the best fruit may also be the ones who are putting down the deepest roots. We need to have patience with our tomatoes and our children. Both need to produce in their own good time. Well, what about the rest of us? What about those of us standing in the autumn of life? Maybe we've produced a little ripe fruit in our earlier years. Are we just going to wither in this season of life? How do we find the energy to keep analyzing the soil, pulling weeds, and pouring on water so that we can go on producing abundant fruit even late in the season? Producing our best fruit takes energy. So today, wherever you are, whatever task you have before you, I wish you the energy to pour out all the joy, love, and patience it takes to feed the hearts and souls of those around you. Meanwhile, this is Ann Cavera. I hope you will join me next week for another episode of Speeding Past 80.